Hi, I'm Steve. And I'm Pablo. And this is the Train Professionals Podcast. going everybody it is december 9th on a wednesday we are recording at 10 50 p.m coming to you from an undisclosed location uh, i hope your week has been great uh mine has been all right quite busy week not gonna lie but you don't care about my personal life you're here to listen about some football so we're here to provide it uh we're coming to you with our thursday night preview uh it is Pablo's teams, the Patriots versus the Rams. Uh, pretty big game for both teams. Uh, I'll let Pablo start off, give some uh, initial thoughts, uh, kind of lube up the discussion so that you know we can really get some uh, thoughts going. So Pablo, take it away. Well, yeah, this is probably one of the most, the, one of the better Thursday night football games we've had all year. Huge playoff implications. The Patriots need to win out to, you know, stay in the playoff hunt because right now it's getting super close. All these teams keep winning that are in the hunt or in the wild card. Um, so on the Patriots side, uh, a loss here is a big slip up and I don't think that they can recover if they lose tomorrow or tonight. But the Rams, on the other hand, they're they're in the driver's seat of the division, right? And they're super close. The Seahawks are right behind them. The 49ers well the 49ers lost, but the Cardinals could um gain a step if the Rams lose. So on the Rams side of the game they have to play out their hearts in order to maintain that top seed in the division, which is super important for them, especially this year, because they're kind of flying under the radar a little bit. And if they win the division, it's going to be a lot easier for them uh, to make a push for the Super Bowl this year. Um, so definitely tune into the game because you're going to see a lot of action, mostly on the defensive side, though. These are two of the most defensive-minded uh, teams in the league. The Patriots defense, you already know, Bill Belichick is the mastermind. We've got one of the best secondaries in the league. While on the other side of the ball, you got Aaron Donald. He's he's an, he's an MVP candidate for like the last three years, and he doesn't get as much love as he deserves. But he wrecks the game, game changer. They got Jalen Ramsey, um, and they've got some great young guys in the backfield as well. They got a Jordan Fuller, um, and they've got Darius Williams as well. So it'll be a very defensive first game. I don't think it'll be action-packed with touchdowns left and right, you know, but it'll be very um, important. It's an important game, and – it's going to be one of the better Thursday night football games we've had this year. So it's a, it's a must, it's must watch TV in my opinion. Yeah, for sure. Definitely going to be a defensive minded game in my opinion. Uh, I think we all know Jared Goff at this point is nothing but a game manager. Um, He's shown flashes of being an incredibly great game manager, but it's not going to really be more than that. 
Uh, yeah, so I think it's really going to come down to which offense has a good night. Uh, if Cam Newton has a good day and he's moving the football pretty well, rushing it, uh, at this point in Cam's career, he's not becoming super Cam anymore. That's just not what he is. He's going to get you those occasional rushing yards, but he's not going to blow through tackles like he used to. He's not as mobile as he used to be. His arm power just isn't there. But I think Josh McDaniels can scheme up enough so that Cam Newton has a few rushing attempts. Uh, I think the Rams don't deal with that well. I don't think that their linebackers are that great. They lost Corey Littleton in the offseason. He went to the Raiders. Uh, There's absolutely no reason they should have gotten rid of him. But he provided them that stable tackling unit that kind of kept that defense together. Now, I don't think that their defense is that great. It's it's just a whole bunch of pieces thrown together, really. Uh, you got Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey, and then you got a whole bunch of stuff around them that's like, you know, the subpar, you know, three stars and below players, kind of. Um, so, Corey Littleton provided that tackling unit that they just don't have. So, I think Cam Newton is going to be my player to watch. It's kind of a cop-out. It's the quarterback, I know. But if he has a good day, Patriots are winning this game. And then vice versa, I'll give you another player to watch, really, Jared Goff. Uh, if he's hitting his targets really well, and if um, if the Patriots aren't able to lock down those incredible route running receivers, then I think that it's going to be a long day for the Patriots. And I think that if Ken Newton is able to get into the open field, maybe make some misses, gets uh, a lot of rushing yards, it's going to be a long day for the Rams. So uh, the, there are weaknesses on the defense, and I think both coaches know that. Sean McDay is an absolute offensive genius, and then Bill Belichick is an absolute defensive genius. So uh, it's kind of an interesting matchup right there. Uh, my score for the game, I think it's going to be a lopsided score. Uh, it could go either way for me, really. It's just whoever is having a good night, in my opinion. Um, hmm. Tomorrow night, Patriots coming off a 45-0 to zero victory. Uh, did the Rams lose? The Rams won by 10 against the Cardinals. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'll give it to the Patriots because Bill Belichick can pre- uh, prepare his team on a short week. I'm not sure how well Sean McVay can do that, but I know for a fact Bill Belichick is going to be able to do that. So I'll give the edge to the Patriots. Give me like a kind of lopsided score of hmm, 24 to 10 Patriots. Uh, I think it's actually going to be a good game. Even though the score doesn't look like it, I think the game's going to be closer than the score kind of indicates. I think the Rams are going to be in it for a lot of drives, but I think Sean McVay is going to kind of get in his own head maybe a few times, go for on fourth down. Maybe he should uh, take the three points on the field goal. And that's what's going to produce that low score. So, Pablo, what's your score prediction and player to watch? Well, uh, my score prediction is going to be it's going to be close, uh, thirty-one to twenty-seven. New England, obviously. I think New England. This game is more important to them because they're on the outside looking in, and every time they don't win, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. The Rams, on the other hand, they do want to hold on to the division, but it's not like a loss here just drops them out because right now the Vikings are have that seventh seed, and the Vikings are what, seven and six or six and six, they're at 500. So the Rams aren't out of it if they lose. 
right? And you said it perfectly. Bill Belichick is a mastermind when it comes to short weeks. I don't think we've lost a Thursday night football game in recent memory that I've thought of. Um, and the Patriots always seem to really outdo the other team. The Patriots are away, but when the Patriots play away Thursday night, they seem more ready and focused. They perform super well, like the little things, and that's what makes them come out on top. It's like the home team's kind of relaxed, a little bit tired, but the Patriots are ready to go. Um, one point, Cam Newton, I think Josh McDaniels sees him as kind of – another level to our running game a little bit because he's not, we're not relying on cam to win. Right. Cause sometimes the the ball is in cam's hands in the final drive and he might mess up, but in the game, the Patriots aren't relying on him. We're relying on our running backs. We're relying on our defense. Um, Our receivers aren't, you know, the best by no means at all, but I think Cam provides another level to our running game, and that's what the Pages are really using. And in the last few weeks, um, teams haven't been able to stop that. I mean, obviously the Rams will be a tougher test. Um, I'm seeing a lot more use of Cam this week because Aaron Donald's going to be stuffing up the inside. So there's going to be a lot of options to the outside. Cam Newton, some quarterback design runs. Um, So um, I'm predicting definitely two rushing touchdowns again for Cam. He's going to continue that sort of ground game he's been using. My players to watch, very rare. But I'm I'm saying the offensive linemen of the Patriots, David Andrews and Joe Tooney. They're, they're going up against the greatest defensive player in our generation right now. Um, and I think they could do it. The Patriots' offensive line is great. Joe Tooney was the highest free agent for offensive line we were able to franchise tag him he's been playing great david andrews leads the pro bowl voting for centers in the afc and the the afc has really good offensive lining offensive lines sorry um you're good and seeing that our offensive linemen are getting the votes just proves that they're legit and i think they can stop aaron this week so they're definitely that's going to be a battle to watch, you know, in the trenches, Aaron Donald versus the New England interior lineman. Um, yeah. Um, did I, I gave you my score, right? 31, 27, That's uh, right. second week in a row we're playing in Los Angeles. So, um, did you see Bill Belichick won his, he's won in 50 different stadiums, um, with that victory last week against the chargers. That's insane. Yeah. That that's a crazy statistic. Exactly. Fifty different stadiums. There's only thirty two teams in the NFL. Yeah. And two I mean, of them share stadiums too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So wow. That that really did uh, kind of knock me back and kind of realize this greatness. Um right now, Cam Newton and JC Jackson are listed as questionable versus the Rams. Uh I mean, that might – I mean, if Cam Newton's out, I think that's going to swing things for me. But I think if J.C. Jackson is out, that's kind of a big deal because who do you guys have up next in line? He's the one who's getting all the targets because Stefan Gilmore is being a lockdown quarter and no one's going to throw to him because he's doing a great job covering. J.C. Jackson is getting all the targets. He's doing an amazing job this year. He should definitely be a Pro Bowl sort of candidate. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know who you guys have up next in line, but – 
I think that's a big loss for you guys because uh, I think you're going to have Gilmore. I, I'm, you might have him on one side. I'd say that the Rams are kind of all equal when it comes to receiver. What, what do they have? They have Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods, and then who's the other guy? And then they kind of got like Van Jefferson and Josh Reynolds, I think, are the third and fourth. They're kind of the same receiver style. Yeah. Um, so you would obviously side. have Jackson on uh, Woods and Gilmore on Cup, I'd say. And then mm-hmm. whoever is left on that third guy. But, yeah, I think it would be a big day for Robert Woods if J.C. Jackson was out. Yeah, um, I mean, the thing about the Patriots injury report is they put everybody on there. I think we've had 15-plus guys today on the injury report. They're all listed as limited in practice. Um, so they all go down as questionable for tomorrow's game. Uh, that was the same case last uh, last week against the Chargers. But they all played. I think Cam is healthy. He got some rest towards the end of last week's game. Um, I think Cam will definitely play. JC will probably also be able to play i mean if not we have jason mccordy veteran he'll probably yeah. cover the inside guy probably be on cup and gilmore would be on robert woods in that scenario but yeah okay. i mean patriot yeah. secondary they're used to you know having safety help double coverage you know bill bill always seems to scheme something up with our yeah. with our safeties and our cornerbacks you know yeah um to close it out, I got to say that our narrative, it's just about every week. It's either playoffs or coach matchup, and it's both here. So uh, this is this is playoff killer game right here. I mean, I think the Rams kind of lose their momentum if they lose this game. And I think the Patriots lose their too, theirs too. And I think the Rams might be able to deal with this loss. It's it's a really hard one if they if they have it. But I think if the Patriots lose this game, it's hard to see them making the playoffs at that point, kind of, you know? Yeah. So I I hate to say it, Pablo, but I think I'm going to be a Rams fan tomorrow because uh, I'm scared of playoff Belichick. I'm scared of him. Uh, As you should. Yeah, we can beat the Patriots. We did it earlier this year. I mean, you know, it's kind of – it's kind of the Lord of the Rings meme, or I forget what it is, but it's like, I, I fear no man, but that, yeah, that is scary. <laughs> like, yeah. No, man. Yeah. Um, um, but that's exactly yeah, so, it. yeah, huge coaching matchup, mm-hmm. uh, Sean McVay versus Bill Belichick. And yeah, just, just playoff implications like crazy here. Uh, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Super Bowl rematch, we saw it was a close game last time, but very low scoring, very defensive-minded. I see a similar game to tomorrow. Um, even though my score is a little bit higher, 31-27, it'll, it'll still be – It's not going to be like a floodgate game. It's going to be matriculous drives. Trying exactly. To, yeah, and I know what you mean. The the defense will win the game for, for – whichever, whichever team has the better defense, they'll win. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, what I, I got to say. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be right. a, a Chiefs game where, like, you have to rely on your offense. This will be defensive first. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for our Thursday night preview. We really encourage you to watch this game, uh, both Pablo and I. I'm really into this game tomorrow, and I, I'll i see if I can watch it. I think I will be able to. But uh, this is this – is, if you're a football fan – this is a game you want to watch, in my opinion. This is definitely 
one, I, it might not look like it on paper. It might, you might say, Oh, washed up Cam Newton kind of versus Jared Goff. It's not, it's not Mahomes versus Rogers or anything like that. So, uh, but I, I think, I think this is kind of what football comes down to. Football is not a game of big plays. Football is a game of doing every, all the little things, right? So that's what this game is going to kind of be all about. Uh, yeah, so that's going to do it for our Thursday night preview. We're going to come back to you with some fantasy advice from the professionals. Stay tuned. All right, we are back with some fantasy advice from the professionals. I'm going to start off because Pablo started off last time. My first guy I'm giving to you is Cam Akers, the talented back out of Florida State. Uh, you should pick him up because in his last two games, he got nine carries for 84 yards and a touchdown. That's 9.3 yards per carry. Uh, that was against the 49ers, who actually have a pretty dang good run defense. And then after that, he got 21 carries. So, I, I mean – I think we're seeing the trend kind of upwards. So 21 carries for 72 yards and one touchdown. Not as many yards per carry, but uh, he can just got 14 points and 16 points. It's uh, playoff fantasy football. So Joe Mixon, I was just looking. He's going to be out this week. He's not practicing for the week. Unless by some miracle that he plays, you're going to need a running back. And I think Cam Akers is a good place to go. Uh, I hope that he gets the volume carries versus the Patriots, maybe some, uh, some receptions. I actually haven't read, uh, read his receptions yet. Yeah. He didn't get very many receptions because he's not the receiving back, but everyone knows in fantasy volume is key. And if he gets another 20 carry game versus the Patriots, I think you have a solid chunk of points that you're looking at right there in your starting lineup. Uh, yeah, so that, definitely go pick him up if he is available. I think he is rostered in 34% of NFL leagues, so he's a great running back to go pick up. Running back has been rough this year with the injuries. Uh, and real quick reminder, if you do have Christian McCaffrey, he's going to be back this week. I think he's questionable, but I think he'll play. So, uh, Pablo, who's your first guy? Well, my first guy, um, I'll give you guys a quarterback, Philip Rivers. He's playing the Las Vegas Raiders this week. Philip Rivers has actually picked up his performance um, these last few weeks. He's averaging 18 points, which is pretty solid. You're expecting that out of your quarterback. Yeah. Um, but more importantly, he's he's had three back-to-back weeks with 20-plus fantasy points. And if you have a quarterback crack 20, um, you should start him. Um, if you're starting a guy who's on the fringe of 20 – you know, he might get you 17. Throwing, throwing Phillip Rivers. He's, you know, performing really well because the Colts are in the playoff push right now. Um, and he's he's really been playing really good football, I think. Um, in, in my eyes, I've, I've been watching Phillip Rivers. You know, the Colts have been playing um, on CBS for some reason. <laughs> you know, he's had um, 18 touchdowns this season. Uh, 3,200 yards, um, 
and the last two weeks he's almost gotten 300 yards and he's had four touchdowns and only one interception. He's not turning the ball over as much, which is what we've usually been seeing from him. Um, I think Philip Rivers is really outdoing himself right now. And I think right now is the perfect time. If you have, you know, the swinging door at quarterback to pick him up, you know, Oakland or sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, You're good. No one's used to it. <laughs> exactly. Weak secondary. Um, they have a good front, um, but I think he'll be able to find his guys downfield pretty well. So pick him up. Um, you won't regret it. Great, great pickup for a quarterback. One note on uh, what you said there. I, I agree with the Philip Rivers pickup right there. I've always been a big fan. <laughs> And I think he's the perfect fantasy quarterback because we've said in past podcasts that he is the white James Winston. So he is going to chuck the ball. Uh, He is going to get it. He's been recently getting it to his receiver, T.Y. Hilton. He's a fringe for me. You might want to pick him up. He had two huge games. He had 18 points and 25 points and half PPR. So in full PPR, that would add another, I, I, I don't know. You'd have to go look at his stats to figure that out, but uh, those are huge games, and I'm sure it's a lot more in full PBR. Uh, who did the Colts have this week again? The Raiders. Yeah, they're going to tear up that uh, secondary, and I don't think that they have the speed to match up with T.Y., so maybe a flex start for me for T.Y., but wide receiver is so deep. Um, I got another guy coming up later that I want to talk about a bit, but yeah. uh, you said you're a quarterback streamer. Now I'm going to give mine. How can I not give love to my man? Baker Mayfield, uh, rostered in 14.9% of leagues, started in 1.4% of leagues. Uh, I can hear everyone, say, you know, groans saying, what's uh, wrong with you? What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but really, his game has really been picked up since they got Nick Chubb back. Nick Chubb adds an element to their offense that is uh, – it, it's, it opens up the pass game for Baker, really. And uh, they have the Ravens this week. So, listen, I know it's a good defense. I know that uh, they just ate up um, Andy Dalton last night. But I think that if his receivers can get open enough for him because off of the play action, uh, and I think Nick Chubb is going to lay a solid uh, groundwork for them, then – I definitely think that you should start uh, Baker Mayfield this week. Um, yeah, no, because yeah. people are really focused on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, and that kind of opens the door for Baker Mayfield to, you know, have fun out there, get his receivers downfield. You know, he's a gunslinging quarterback, and he's been able to do that the last few weeks. And he's on so many um, waiver wires right now. It's insane. Yes. He's out yes. there, so pick him up. Because uh, he's also picked up his game, just like Phillip. Um, two quarterbacks who love to throw it down the field. And if it succeeds, they'll get a ton of yards and maybe even some touchdowns. So that I think that's a great pickup. For sure. Uh, who's your next guy? My next guy, um, it's a start. It's going to be Melvin Gordon, running back for the Broncos. Now, this one is a little bit controversial. I have him personally. Um you know, he's playing Carolina this weekend, 
And that's why I'm telling you to start him probably at your flex. But if you have trouble, let's start him on your running back position because Carolina allows six most points to two running backs in fantasy. He's been averaging 11 points um, this season, six touchdowns, uh, 600 yards, almost 700. But last week against the Chiefs, who have a pretty good defense, uh, he had 15 attempts for 131 yards. Right, so they're giving him back the ball. He was injured for a couple weeks, and so his, you know, he wasn't putting up too much points. But now he seems like he's fully healthy. Vic Fangio is giving him the ball, and he seems to be going back to his, you know, early season ways of hundred plus games uh, for yards. So definitely consider Melvin Gordon to start today for your running or start this week for running back. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. I think that the, the running game in Denver is pretty big there. I, I think that they want to give the ball to their kind of quote unquote bell cow back. Uh, I never really understood the Melvin Gordon signing in the first place, but if they're going to give him the volume, then you should definitely have him on your team. Uh, he's, obviously better than all the waiver wire pickups I think I'm going to mention. So once again, uh, Joe Mixon is out. So definitely consider uh, Melvin Gordon for the start. If you have him, Uh, my last guy I got to mention is going to be JK Dobbins on the Ravens. Uh, I know the offensive coordinator said that uh, he's going to give the ball to the hot hand, whoever that may be in a game. And it's been J.K. Dobbins. So let me just read it off to you. Uh, Before the Steelers game when he got COVID, he got 17 points. He had 15 carries for 70 yards and a touchdown. And then in this most recent game against Dallas, he had 11 carries for 71 yards and one touchdown. He has the talent to be a bell cow back. Uh, The thing is, he's just getting touches, like, you know, stolen from him, really. But I think he's going to get the touches against Cleveland. I think that he's productive enough to make the most of the touches that he gets. So I definitely say consider him for a start. Um, A little touchdown dependent, but what running backs aren't really? Uh, Yeah, so that's an overall great start. Before Pablo mentions his last guy, I got a couple guys that I want to talk about. Uh, One guy is Ty Johnson. Uh, If that name sounds – familiar in any way shape or form he was on the lions and he was like the fourth string running back when everybody kind of got injured and he did all right he did okay and everyone was picking him up massive game against the raiders 22 carries 104 yards one touchdown and yeah so and they're playing the seahawks this week number 24 against the running back um He's on the Jets, I know, but if the Jets are going to have any sort of decent offensive performance, it's going to be coming off the one they had against the Raiders, and I think that Ty Johnson is a nifty little pickup if you need him. Uh, Two more guys I want to talk about are wide receivers. Wide receiver is so deep once again that um, it's kind of hard to talk about it, but if you're struggling uh, with who you want to start this week, I'd say – if he's available, uh, go get Cole Beasley. He's rostered in 81.9% of leagues, so he might not be available in your league. But I think that he's going to have a pretty big game against the Steelers this week because 
of the fact that when Josh Allen is pressured, the first guy that he looks to is Cole Beasley. And I think that the Steelers are going to bring ample amounts of pressure to try to get Josh Allen to throw it. And I think that on those quick slants, uh, Cole Beasley is going to be open for him. So expect a lot of volume for Cole Beasley this week. I'm starting him in my main league that I barely squeaked into the playoffs with. I'm the eighth seed and it's like my worst team, but I think he's an incredibly great start against Pittsburgh this week. Uh, One more guy I got to talk about, Josh Gordon. I don't exactly know what the situation with him is. I I mean, it's like every single year you you kind of play the Josh Gordon game of what's up with Josh Gordon. Um, He is uh, an upgrade over uh, Moore that they have. Or I forget his first name. It's not uh, David. David. David Moore. That's it. It was a D. I knew that. Uh, yeah. So he's definitely upgrade over him. He's gonna get his plays. He will. Uh, he's gonna be in there, and he's gonna get maybe one or two targets from Russell Wilson. Where uh, he's kind of like a DK Metcalf, but like, I, I mean, he. It's just such a wasted career. He could have been so good. I, I oh, mean, yeah. really, like, but if he gets on the field, he's definitely worth a flex start, I think. Uh, DK and Tyler Lockett are not always going to be open. Uh, and I think that there's a few weeks where I felt tempted to tell you to start David Moore, but Josh Gordon just has so much more talent. If he's on the field, I feel confident starting him, so – uh, maybe pick him up if you have the space. Pablo, yeah. who's your last people? My my last guy is uh, J.D. McKissick, uh, running back for the Washington football team. Um, Antonio Gibson's um, status for this week um, is up in the air right now. Uh, they don't know if he's going to make the trip to Arizona to play the 49ers this week. Um, but let me just tell you, give me a, give you guys a rundown of his stats. He's averaged eight points a game in half PPR leagues. But if you're in a PPR league, you need to pick this guy up. He is a check down machine. Alex Smith loves throwing to him because he's shifty and he gets the first on every time. Uh, this Monday against the Steelers, he caught 10 receptions and he had 70 yards receiving. So that right there, 17 points. Did you ever expect J.D. McKissick to have 17 points in a fantasy game? I know I didn't. Um, and if Antonio Gibson is out, he will not only will he be catching the ball, but he's also going to be getting a lot more carries. So J.D. McKissick, if he's on the waiver wire, you have to pick him up because he is valuable right now, especially in this stretch of, you know, the playoff run for fantasy right now. Because, look, you might be tempted to go with the big-name guy, but I know J.D. McKissick will be getting the ball from the football team this week 100%. I know it might sound risky, but he will. He will. Coming off a career game, really against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So he's probably going to carry that momentum to the 49ers this week as well. Yeah. Um, I think that's kind of the obvious choice also. If you can get him, I think he's kind of the top ad. Uh, With no Antonio Gibson to get any sort of touches, he's going to be the guy that they look to. Uh, I forgot to mention one more guy, Debo Samuel. Uh, Go pick him up where you can. Uh, 
the 49ers just lost against the Bills. They're still in the playoff hunt. They still are. And I think that he can add a really nice piece to your offense. I just saw he's been injured for like most of the year. He leads receivers in yards after contact. And they're going to be looking to give him the ball. They are. They're going to get try to get the, the ball in his hands. And if he gets the ball, then that 49ers offense is humming. So definitely get Debo if you can, my opinion. Um, that's going to do it for fantasy advice from the professionals. We're going to come back to you with some division collision. Stay tuned. everyone this is kind of the moment you all have been waiting for maybe (laughs) uh it's the moment pablo and i've been waiting for we've just been dying to talk about our two teams in the afc east uh this is the first time this division has been interesting in a while Uh, yeah for sure usually this would be super boring you know patriots obvious answer but this year it's so good i'm 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 pumped I'm pumped. I, I'm especially pumped because uh, for the first time since 1995, it's lining up for the Bills to win the division. Not gonna, not gonna say, uh, not gonna put my flag in the ground yet. Uh, I will later, but it's it's looking real great, and I'm I'm just living in the moment right now. I mean, this is this is something that I this is unprecedented in my lifetime. I haven't seen the Bills win the division in my entire life. So this is huge for me. Um, yeah, just incredible stuff. Uh, yeah, and we waited on this division a bit, but I think we were kind of trying to get the uninteresting ones out of the way. We maybe got one more uninteresting one with maybe a few flares, maybe one flare in it. And then we got the just absolute dumpster fire of a division that, could be talked about for hours. Uh, but we got the AFCs this week. Uh, Pablo, just give me your division winner right now. Look, as much as I wanted to say the Patriots, the Bills keep rolling. And it's sad to see that the streak is going to end. I don't know. I have to I have to say Buffalo. Um, I mean, one slip up for the Patriots, and I think you guys lock it up. I don't think the Patriots will slip up, but you guys have like a two-game lead – no, a three-game lead over us right now. So you guys would have to lose two games plus lose against us. I don't see that happening. Uh, You guys play the Dolphins, and I think you guys are a better – I think you guys are the team that the Dolphins want to be. Um, I'm I'm going with the Buffalo Bills with the record of 12-4. and Um third place in the AFC. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy to say that in 2020, the Buffalo Bills are my predicted division winner. I might have said that in years past uh, out of extreme optimism, but this year I think it's definitely a possibility. Last year it was too. We had to do with some things that just weren't likely uh, beating the Patriots twice is what really had to happen last year for us to win the division. It was still a close race. I think you guys had us by one game on the record, right? Yeah. So, I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I, I I think that 
it's kind of shored up for the Bills right now. I mean, uh, barring sort of extenuating circumstances, we have the Steelers, Broncos, Patriots, then Dolphins. Um, a few weeks ago, it was looking like that Week 17 game was going to matter, but it might be a rest-the-starters type of game for the Bills. Uh, the only reason I'd want them winning Week 17 is for pride, or it still could have playoff implications for seeding purposes. Please don't uh, rest your starters. We need the Dolphins to lose that game. Rest <laughs> your starters. I, I can't. I, I have no control. Call I, up, I, I, don't, I never like to see rest the starter games. I hate them. I oh, hated the Jets game last year. I actually had tickets to it, and I just gave them away because I just wasn't going to go. Yeah. That was to the see, worst game ever. Um, to, see, to see Matt Barkley play. Yeah, no, waste of my time. Uh, even if I got the tickets for free. Uh, just real quick on the Bills, I talk about them all the time. Uh, I think we'll beat the Steelers this week. I think we will. Um, I was almost hoping that they went undefeated into this week, but uh, they need to at least tie us in record, and they we need to beat them this week if we want to be ahead of them in seeding. Uh, it doesn't mean much to get the two seed now, two, three, four seed. I mean, I think the one seed is kind of just the only thing that matters because you get that buy, that beautiful buy that uh, was awarded to the two seed last year. And, of course, when the Bills actually have a chance at getting the two seed, now they won't get the buy. So it sucks, and it's unfortunate. Uh, it's a moneymaker for the NFL, really. But, you I mean – I, I don't know. My my feelings are mixed about the seven seed in the wild card. We could have a whole podcast discussion about. The, we should. We will. Uh, and then the extra week, which is just stupid. I I I think it's all kind of stupid. I think it's all kind of hokey. Um, my opinion on stuff like that is really, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, but anyways, I wish that the Bills could have the two seed and get a buy, but what would have to happen is Kansas City would actually have to have a worse record than us, so I'd have to look into who they're playing, but um, I could definitely see us tying the Steelers. Uh, we'll only be a game behind them if we beat them this week, and they only have to drop one more for us to tie, so we'll have the two seed, I think, because Kansas City is going to have a better record than Pittsburgh, I think. Uh, maybe not, but... Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've been talking about the Bills for like two minutes straight, but one more thing. Um, the Bills can go in for, as far in the playoffs as they kind of want to, really. I mean, it's up to them. They decide their own fate. It's not, it's not like certain things have to happen for them to make a Super Bowl run, really. They, they just have to take it into their own hands and decide that they want to go there. Um, the only thing that might be fluky is if we play the chiefs, we can game plan. We can do as many things as we want to, but uh, we can try to contain Patrick Mahomes a little, but you're not ever going to shut him down. So Patty Mahomes is scary. And uh, I, I think that, you know, we can beat him maybe two out of 10 times. They'll win the other eight, but yeah, just hopefully we'll get that. Uh, 
that's looking kind of further into the future. Uh, I think that the Bills are taking it one week at a time, really. Uh, unlike me, <laughs> yeah, I've been doing nothing but looking ahead. And uh, that, that's a good football mentality to have. Just each and every week, just play that game and win it. And yeah, I think we can do that. Uh, yeah. And right I've, now, the Bills are two wins away from matching my record prediction for this year of 11-5. and five. Uh, A lot of people didn't think we'd be here right now. A lot of people thought we might go 10-6 and six again. 9-7 and seven was a record I heard thrown around rounds. Too much for my liking, in my opinion. But we might even outdo what my prediction was. I hope we do. Um, but, yeah, that, this is – this is just a huge year for the Bills fans and the Buffalo Bills in general. Yeah, I, th- uh, I think you guys want to postpone that Chiefs-Bills matchup in the playoffs as much as possible. Like, yeah. leave it to the final, like, AFC Championship. Don't try to play, play them in a divisional. I don't think you guys could even do that if you guys get third seed. If you so. got the three seed, I think what would have to happen is the two seed would have to win and the three seed would have to win. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I think the Steelers have a tiebreaker over the chiefs actually. Right now. So, they guys- do. so the, so the chiefs are, uh, the Steelers are ahead of the chiefs right now, but if the chiefs win next week and we beat the Steelers and the chiefs move into the one seed. So yeah, if we got the three seed, I don't think we could play the chiefs. Same as the two seed. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think there's a possible way we could be the lowest seed against the Chiefs. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no. So, we would have to play them in the division championship, or the conference championship. I would honestly just kind of want to get it out of the way as quick as possible. Yeah. I mean, that's just my opinion, but uh, – Enough about the Bills. Let's move on to the other teams. Uh, Dolphins are playoff hopefuls. Yeah, maybe it's a bit more like than it. that. I mean, uh, what's their record right now? I think they're seven and uh, five. They're eight, eight and four. Eight and four. Uh, that's dangerous. Yeah. I think we were eight and four at this point last year, and we made the fifth seed for the playoffs. Uh, if the postseason ended, if the postseason started today, we would be playing the Dolphins right now as the three seed. They would have the six seed, I think. So that's uh, that's something right there. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. my thoughts on it: the Chiefs. I mean, the Dolphins are playing the Chiefs this week. They're playing the Bills week seventeen. I'm really hoping the Chiefs win because I think the Patriots have all the talent right now to beat the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins are going to fall off for the next four games. They're, they're my man out. They're my first man out of the playoffs. It's, it's a stunner because right now they're eight and four, right? The Patriots will beat the Dolphins and the Dolphins just need to lose one more game. The Patriots would have the tiebreaker because strength of schedule. So my ranking would go Bills, Dolph or Patriots enter either as a sixth or seventh seed, depending on how the Colts and um, Colts and I guess no, the Browns have kind of locked up that fifth seed, um, depending on how the Colts play for the rest of the year. Um, and I think the Dolphins are that, as I said before, kind of that eighth seed, the 
the best loser, I guess. And then the Jets. I know it's a little bit controversial saying the Jets would be in fourth place of this division right now. But no, I'm just kidding. Jets, uh, let's hope they have a bright future ahead of themselves or something. Let's hope the front office can rebuild. Actually, no, because that's not good for an AFC East fan if a team rebuilds like we've seen, we've seen the Dolphins do. Um, their future is really in the in the mist, and we'll see what the offseason looks like for the Jets. I think that's going to be super interesting to watch, in my opinion. Um, so just to recap, Bills, Patriots, Dolphins, Jets. Uh, interesting firing this week. Uh, Greg Williams of the Jets got fired. Um, I mean, I didn't think he was a great D coordinator, but I don't really think he was much of the source of the problem. We, uh, we yeah, all he know wasn't. Yeah. We all I, know I think that was comes from. That was more of a publicity kind of like, oh, we fired something. We're going in the right direction. But everybody knows, yeah, you know, we're why, trying why to tank. Why don't get it over with? Like, just, just do it. Just, just do the thing you need to do. I mean, I don't know. I hope they maintain him by some miracle. I mean, the city of New York would burn up for, with Jetsons just turning stuff over. You know, they might have to call in the National Guard. Uh, yeah, poor Jets. Um, we kind of talked about the Dolphins in the Thursday night preview. They have the pieces to make a run, the, to make a playoff run. Um, in the year 2020, we're talking about the Patriots barely squeaking into the playoffs now. That's something. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think they just yeah. need to get a quarterback. Like, I love Cam. Um <laughs> But it's 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 a weird year. I think if the Patriots make the playoffs, Cam will stay. Um, it's basically all in the hands of Belichick, McDaniel's, right now to game plan because the coach is going to win the Patriots the games, not the players, because we do not have the talent as other teams do. So as long as they're working their tails off, uh, they should be good to go. Um, and I trust I trust Bill. In Bill, we trust. You know. Yeah, what for I, sure. What I just want to see as a Patriots fan, sorry, my last thing, is just yeah. that the Patriots end up doing better than the Buccaneers because then that kind of just shows, like, like we didn't need Brady. I think if we make the playoffs and the Bucs, like, lose first round or have a worse record than us, I would I, I would be content, content as a Patriots fan this year. I think that's the end goal, you know? Yeah, I mean – Brady has shown he has his issues. Uh, he's not the Brady he used to be exactly, but um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. It's a little bit of salt, uh, but yeah, I mean, division is kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know who the Dolphins have. For once, I actually want them to win this week. Um we would still be winning the division if they won and we lost. Uh, but I, I, I kind of need them to win this game, really. Uh, they're actually on uh, here in the undisclosed location at 1 p.m. So you can watch that game. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think that the Dolphins are anything really. They Tua is not. He's no Justin Herbert this year. Let's just put it that way. He's not – he's just a game manager, really, kind of. Uh, the Dolphins have the Patriots next week, so if they win here, they go 9-4. and four. Lose against the Patriots, they go 9-5. and five. 
I think they lose to the Bills week 17, so they'll be 9-6. and six. Who do they have week 16? They have the Raiders. So I hope that the Raiders win that game. Um, awesome. I mean, I'm telling you, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough final stretch because they're playing all playoff caliber teams. Yeah, it's kind of a toss-up. I mean – I'll put my flag in the down. I uh, put my uh, flag in the ground right now and say that I think the Patriots are more. Uh, I mean, I think they're more equipped to make the playoffs, but they kind of shot themselves in the foot earlier this year. I think that's the only problem. Um, yeah, yeah it's just kind of it's kind of a toss up for me, really. It's kind of a coin flip: who makes the pay- playoffs, the Patriots or the Dolphins, at this point. Dolphins have a two-game lead. They need to drop two games. So, uh, if you're a Patriots fan, you're really hoping they drop two this game against the Chiefs. But I think that they can win it. Mm-hmm. It's very unlikely that they do win it, but I think they can do it. And, yeah, I, I just hope they do. I really hope so. I need the Chiefs to drop two more games. Uh, here, I, I just can't help myself. I got to check right now. Who are the Chiefs playing? The Saints, they could drop that game right there. So that mm-hmm. makes them 11 and 3, right? Uh, and then we tie them right there, and they need to drop one more. So they got the Falcons, week 16. And then they got the Chargers, week 17. So it's tough for them to lose against the Falcons or the Chargers. But if they start sputtering before the playoffs, it could happen that we get the one seed, but I doubt it. So, yeah. Um, I mean, you got yeah. anything else to say about this division? No. I mean, it was – I mean, I could, of course, go on about Patriots, Dolphins, Bills, but we got the main points down. My my main thing is the Patriots will beat the Dolphins, and that's a huge help for our playoff push right there. And that's why I'm convinced the Dolphins won't make it this year. I think the Dolphins are found their coach, found the quarterback. It's all coming together. But just as you kind of have told me, the AFC is super competitive this year and it's just not the right year for them. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Um, All right. Well, that's going to do it for a division collision. Uh, we obviously enjoy talking about our own teams. I could talk all day about the Bills. I could make a whole podcast about them, but I hope you got something out of it. Um, yeah, so we're going to come back to you with some closing thoughts before week 14. Stay tuned. We're back with some closing thoughts before week 14. It's going to be short, I promise. Um one thing I kind of want to say that's like on my mind, Vikings play the Buccaneers this week. That's a massive game. Uh, go Vikings, really. I think both of us want the Vikings to win this. They go seven and six after that. School. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I really want the Vikings to make the playoffs. I love the Vikings. I think they're one of my favorite teams. Uh, I've referred to Kirk Cousins as a beta male before because he is. Uh, but I think Dalvin Cook deserves to make the playoffs, and I think Justin Jefferson is just incredible. So I I just love this team, and I think that 
they can make the playoffs, and I hope they make the run to do it. So I think nine and seven is good enough to win, make it into the playoffs. If they win out, they go ten and six. So they just they got two more wins that they got to get two more. So yeah, yeah, no, dude, that would be crazy. I think they started zero and five, didn't they? Did they? I'm pretty sure they did. Wow, like that would, they, that would be. Yeah, yeah. That, that would be insane, and that's like. <laughs> Dang, how did they turn around? They did it really quick. Uh, and because they would also go up against the Buccaneers if they win, they'd be the sixth seed. That's insane to me. They were like on the outside looking in a few weeks ago, and now they're in the playoffs. And this game determined so much for them. Uh, go Vikings. Never had a problem sure. with Kirk or the Vikings in general. For sure. Um the power rankings for NFL just came out. Uh, so Kansas City one, New Orleans Saints two, Steelers three, Packers four, and then the Bills at five. That might be the highest I've seen them ranked. Might be. Um, it's crazy to think that we're a top five team in the NFL. I mean, yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of living in this right now. Josh yeah. Allen wins AFC Offensive Player of the Week uh, three times this year. So uh, that's the most, I think, in Bill's history in one season. So incredible by him. I, I don't know how long they've been doing that. But um, real quick, I just want to ask you, does Josh Allen still have a chance at winning MVP? I don't even know who's in the conversation. Is it Aaron Rodgers and like Patrick Mahomes, basically, right? Rodgers, Mahomes, maybe Russ. I think Kyler's I, you know, kind of dropped out. Uh, I think I think Russ and Kyler both dropped out because their teams are on this loop. Um, I, I still I'll still put Russ in there though. I'm gonna say no because we're in the final quarter of the the year and anything can change. Right. At the midpoint, we were kind of losing hope with the Patriots, the Vikings, and now look, they're on the playoff push. Josh Allen could, these last four games, play super well, right? Because it's shifted from Wilson to Kyler to Rodgers slash Mahomes. I think Mahomes is kind of just a safety pick for them. But look, it could shift super easily to Josh Allen. Um, I'd I'd say he's the third guy, probably. Um, Nice. Yeah. I mean, he, he just I, he just needs to kind of really turn it on. Really turn it on. I think it's 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 super tough for him, but I would not count him out just yet. I'll tell you what. I think some people are counting him out, but I think I I don't know when the voting commences. If we beat the Chiefs in the playoffs, I think that he's definitely at top two in the conversations. I think he kind of takes Mahomes' spot there. He beat him in the playoffs. I know my opinion wins aren't a quarterback stat, but I don't think that the MVP voters think that way. I think that everybody is going to look at that and say, how can you still have Patrick Mahomes as the MVP when he was beaten by a guy who was getting MVP looks earlier in the year and kind of towards the end? Like, I I mean, that's that's just my opinion. Uh, I think if he beats Mahomes uh, in the playoffs, I think it's – I think it's maybe more likely Rogers, but I think Allen still has a chance. I hope he I hope he does. That'd just be wild. But yeah. I love Josh. Um yeah, that's I think that's kinda all I have. You got anything else? No. Um all settled. Can't wait. Can't wait. I think it's gonna be another great week. Yeah, awesome week. I, I think 
from week 12 to week 17, it's just fun. I mean, this is just when football is I, – I think you kind of know what the teams are like, and it's, everyone's kind of getting into rhythm. It's just – it's such a beautiful thing to see uh, in the last few weeks. Um, yeah. yeah. So that's going to do it for our week 14 NFL preview. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, watch the Rams versus Patriots game tomorrow. Uh, let me, let me just give you some games to watch. Um, Rams versus Patriots tomorrow on Thursday night. Uh, what was the other one? Vikings versus Buccaneers and, uh, watch the Steelers versus Bills game. Uh, it's going to be on the national, uh, media. So you can, anyone can watch that game. Um, Vikings Buccaneers might be selective, but uh, I mean, I think it'll be interesting. I think if the Steelers win it, I think they kind of cement their place back into being a legitimate team. And I think if the Bills win it, they really prove the Steelers as frauds. Yeah, for sure. And also Browns Ravens Monday Night Football. That'll yeah. just be good because if if the Browns continue, I think they're legit. You know, if yeah, if they same here. Play the same way, so. Yeah, that's my game to watch as well, along with yours. Yeah. So that's going to do it. Once again, sorry. (laughs) Give it another outro for our Week 14 NFL preview. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, There might be a special pod tomorrow with Tom and I. It might just be me by myself, but there is going to be a pod tomorrow uh, about a certain fight that is going to occur. Uh, We're going to give our thoughts about that. So, uh, we're going to keep you updated on that. Uh, So, tune in tomorrow for a special episode. Um, It's kind of a local fight. Uh, So, whoever is kind of participating in that will know what I'm talking about. So, thank you all again for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow.